0: Hello, greetings, welcome to the next installment in this series on recovery. Uh, This is recovery issues having to do with uh, recovery from addictions and mental illnesses, uh, other types of afflictions, uh, maybe even things such as unhealthy attachments that are in our lives. And we cover different topics in this series today. We're talking about fears and resentments and uh, we'll do a brief look at these uh, items. Uh, we'll always begin with a moment of stillness and quiet uh, to gather our attention and also uh, open with a prayer. So let us, let us take a moment to uh, allow the concerns of the day, the anxieties and preoccupations with things of this world to kind of just take a back seat for the moment uh, to put our attention and our heart into this brief study today on this topic, uh, to let our, our, uh, our minds become open, to let our hearts become open, and uh, to clear out the noise and distraction that's so common in today's world uh, by allowing silence uh, and focus uh, to enter in. And so if you're watching on video, we can pray this prayer together. If you're listening on podcast, you can simply listen uh, and join in with us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Spirit, we call upon you now to join us in this hour in a special way. We ask for your wisdom and healing. Encourage and inspire us with clear thinking, understanding, and truth, and fill us with a deep and satisfying fire of your love, amen. In the, name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. So, this uh, series uh, I try to put out a new episode, a new session on uh, Thursday evenings or Friday mornings so that you'll have it for the weekend. If you have more space and time on the weekend to, uh, to study this material, take notes on it, uh, maybe you're exercising and you listen on podcasts. Uh, you can find uh, the audio-only portion of this uh, video on podcasts called Encounter with Dr. Ken. It's available on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Overcast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Pocket Casts, probably something else. Um, but you're welcome to tune in and listen that way. Uh, the video, of course, is on uh, the YouTube, uh, Grazia Plena. Dr. Ken channel. You can search on YouTube for that. You'll find these videos. Um, so Anchor Breaker, yeah, Breaker. I forgot Breaker. Uh, Overcast, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify. I think those are the those are the ones for the podcast. So the previous meeting, we uh, the previous session, we looked at the co-occurring issues in recovery. Uh, And I made the point that co-occurring issues is actually the norm, not the exception, when it comes to recovery from mental illness, addictions, and and other afflictions. Uh, We see it very commonly, most commonly. Uh, So, for example, we see not just one addiction, but multiple addictions, such as alcohol and pornography addictions. Uh, We see mental illness with substance abuse uh, happening at the same time. We see personality or character disorders happening along with mental illnesses or substance abuse or other addictions. Uh, We also see marriage and family uh, issues and difficulties along with mental illnesses and addictions. Um, And we commonly see spiritual issues happening with mental illnesses and uh, substance abuse or other addictions. So uh, this is not to say, to discourage you and say, oh, wow, this is so hard, you know, how can you possibly recover from multiple issues at the same time? Um, it is possible, and my my point is that, that we've found over decades of research that the best approach is to deal with them at the same time, not say, okay, I'm going to deal with my smoking addiction and put other stuff, we will deal with that later, uh, but really to look at everything that's going on, to look at the big picture, the the whole person, a person's entire life, and to address uh, the multiple issues at the same time. It may seem overwhelming to do that, but it is possible. Um, One of the reasons that we sometimes feel overwhelmed with co-occurring issues is because we think, oh gosh, I have to solve this all myself, by myself. Uh, How can I possibly handle it by myself? And that's a good point, actually, because Uh, We can't do this recovery by ourselves. We need the support of others and guidance of others. And of course, we need the presence and the invitation of of God's grace and and power, uh, Jesus, the divine physician, to help us with these uh, recovery issues. So it is possible. You can have hope. Many others have done it before you. You can do it too. Um, even though you may have failed in the past, you can do this. And uh, I hope that this little series is just one small part of the help that you might need to make it through uh, to freedom. Freedom from the enslavement of these things. Uh, so today we're focusing on fears and resentments. Um, Alcoholics Anonymous, the, the original first effective treatment for uh, alcoholism, in the 1930s, they learned very quickly that for alcoholics to stay sober, they needed to get on top of fears and resentments. That fears and resentments frequently created so much stress and mental uh, confusion and and uh, upheaval, emotional upheaval, that these things often triggered the alcoholic to go back to drinking. And so, uh, in order to help the alcoholic stay sober, they uh, built into their recovery program the importance of addressing fears and resentments. And it's so true. It's so true for mental illnesses. It's so true for all, all kinds of addictions, not just alcohol. Uh, for us to deal with these issues, we'll look at them briefly today. Uh, these issues of fears and resentments have really strong spiritual implications. Um, consider this. Uh, consider how many times you hear in the scriptures, "Don't be afraid." Over and over and over again, we hear angels telling people, "Don't be afraid." We hear Jesus telling people, "Don't, don't be afraid." We hear Jesus uh, calming people down in his in his uh, in his words and helping people to overcome fears. Uh, we also hear Jesus talking about forgiveness and letting go of anger and resentment and loving your enemy, crazy things like this. Uh, and so we hear in the scriptures uh, fears and resentments being addressed straight on, head, head, head on, uh, without avoiding them because they are essential for our healing, our emotional healing, our our spiritual healing, our psychological hearing. These are critical things. They're all wrapped up together. Um, We know that fears and resentments become stumbling blocks for love. So if a person is overwhelmed with fear, uh, if a person is full of resentments and anger of things, they're likely, I strongly suspect that the person will be having a difficult time uh, expressing love as Jesus would ask us to love others and, and to serve others and focus on others and not so much on our own self. Um, We see in addictions and mental illnesses uh, that these things reduce our freedom to love, Uh, fears, resentments, afflictions, unhealthy attachments. We're not free to love as we are called or built to love. We are built, created for love. God is love. Um, Consider in the first letter of John, uh, chapter four is all about love. If you want to go to school on love, read chapter four of this first letter of John. It's actually um, in the uh, scripture reading for today's mass, uh, the solemnity of the sacred heart of Jesus. Uh, the second reading is all about this chapter four on love. Um, but I want to point out uh, one, uh, one especially important part uh, it's verse 18 the very end of this uh, chapter of john on love um, there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment and so one who fears is not yet perfect in love so it's all it's almost like John is saying hey you gotta you gotta study love you have to improve on your ability to love um, and, and Jesus and his preaching frequently talks about love uh, and this, this beautiful uh, chapter on love through John talks about God is love and if, if we're uh, followers of Christ, if we're believers in God, then we're believing in love. Uh, it's, just, it's just such a beautiful chapter, a beautiful scripture passage And it's right on the solemnity of the sacred heart of Jesus. sacred heart of Jesus is all about Jesus' great love for us, God's great love for us. Um, And so that's why we have this reading on love on the feast of the sacred heart of Jesus. Tomorrow is another feast day of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Uh, We we have these uh, great images of God's love for us burning in our hearts and this is the way we're meant to live, Uh, but we need to clear out these addictions, we need to clear out these afflictions uh, out of the road as best we can with God's help so that we can love better. Um, In the traditional 12-step program, they actually have a a place, a spot uh, for focus on fears and resentments. Now, Usually in step four, it's encouraged that the the uh, recovering person would do a self examination, take inventories of their fears and their love and their uh, resentments. And uh, I have an example of a couple of worksheets here uh, that, we, that we use to help people with these things. So, one is a fear inventory. Um, you can see it a little bit here. And I think, I think I'll try to post this on our website somehow, uh, the list of resources on our website. I'll try that later today. Um, so that you can download this uh, fears list. It's a long, long list of fears, uh, all kind of fears. I'm sure there's some fears that are left off of this list. There's so many different types of fears because there's so many different kinds of things we're afraid of. And we can ask ourselves one by one, am I afraid of this? Am I afraid of this? Am I afraid of people? Am I afraid of being homeless? Am I afraid of losing my job? Uh, all, all these fears that we may carry around with us as a burden and a weight and, and uh, live on the edge. Am I afraid of somebody embarrassing me? Am I afraid of making a mistake? All these different things. Um, and the, the, the uh, inventory list, the fears inventory, uh, kind of helps us think about different issues having to do with fears. When did it start? Uh, what, what is exactly my fear? Is there, are there other fears behind it, underneath these fears? Um, and how, how can I work on making progress on letting go of these fears? What, what is the issue with that? On the other side, we have uh, inventory of resentments. So what are the resentments that I carry around? Maybe, maybe I stumble on resentments when I'm driving to work in the Houston traffic It's just insanity on the highways like NASCAR, and I'm trying to uh, get through, and people are cutting me off, and so then I become angry because they're cutting me off, and I have a resentment about that car, whoever's driving that car that cut me off, and I'm just so angry, and so um, I can make a list of resentments. What are the resentments that I have? I resent this person at work. Um, I resent... This person that did this thing to me 10 years ago, I'm still carrying this resentment around. Um, and so we, we identify, we do an inventory, a self-examine uh, to make a list of resentments. Uh, and in the great wisdom of Alcoholics Anonymous, here's what they said about resentments. Behind each resentment is an entitlement. Check that out. Behind each resentment is an entitlement? you might think well what the heck how does that work well so uh, an entitlement is like i'm uh, i'm entitled to this thing i'm deserving of this thing i have this expectation that this this is supposed to be mine so uh, maybe i have this entitlement that i'm supposed to drive through the morning traffic in houston texas with nobody cutting me off i'm entitled to that cuz so that would be right that would be fair um, and so you might say well why, why shouldn't we be entitled to that? And I would say because it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, people are free to drive crazy if they want to drive crazy. It doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean they should do that. It doesn't mean people should cut each other off. Uh, but I'm, I'm not entitled to control that. I'm not the sheriff. Uh, I don't control how people drive. Um, I'm entitled to drive myself on the, on the freeway, but. People drive themselves too. Um, and so then I challenge that entitlement. So Ken, if, if you feel like you're entitled so that nobody should cut you off, um, how how are you going to overcome and let go of this, this entitlement so that you don't have the resentment every day and your drive to work? Um, so I might have a talk with myself and I might say, well, Ken, that's kind of ridiculous that you would think that nobody that you're entitled to have nobody cut you off as you drive to work. And I might I might really say, is that true? Does that make sense? Or is that just craziness? And I might I might say, you know, that's just kind of ridiculous for me to expect that nobody will cut me off on the Houston freeways in the midst of morning rush hour traffic. And so I think I should let go of that sense of entitlement and just pay attention to my own driving and let other people drive the way that they want to, as long as they're not crashing into me, you know, so what, whatever. So then I begin to gradually, as I talk myself down from this entitlement, the resentment begins to lift. And so this is the process of examining resentments. We all have them. We all struggle with them. It's part of our being human and having egos. We have entitlements. We carry them around. Often they're in the shadows. They're hidden. We can identify them if we look for them and shine the light on them. We simply ask ourselves, you know, as I go through the day, what makes me upset? What makes me anger, angry? And then I ask, okay, so is, is that thing that I'm upset with being angry about? Is that a resentment? Uh, and and then I can look for the entitlement and work on that. So fears, fears inventory, uh, taking apart fears, uh, really looking at them, um, to understand what's going on with them addressing them and same thing with resentments taking them apart taking a really hard look at resentments um in yesterday's gospel reading for mass yesterday um, we had uh, this uh, passage where jesus gives us the art uh, the prayer of the our father he tells us how to pray And at the end of the Gospel passage, uh, verses 14 and 15, it says this. This is really hard to hear. If you forgive others their transgressions, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. Okay, that's good. We can probably live with that. Not a big deal. But then comes the, the kicker. If you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. And when we hear that, we're like, "Oh, wow! This this is difficult. This is this is not what I had hoped. Um, I thought maybe it'd be nice, you know. I forgive some people. Life is good. Uh, but this is this is saying, if I don't forgive people, then I won't be forgiven for my sins, and certainly I have plenty of those. Um, so the challenge Jesus really giving us a challenge here to say." you've got to take this issue of forgiving others very seriously. And so as we, as we look at resentments and we take those apart, um, and fears too, uh, we, we see the anger and the lack of forgiveness that might be part of those things. And so we're deeply challenged for our mental health, our spiritual health, for our relationships with others, and our ability to love freely. We're challenged to work on these resentments, this anger, this lack of forgiveness, so that we can be free to love others as Jesus is is begging us to to love uh, because he has such a wonderful heart. He wants us to have that same heart. So that's the presentation for today on this aspect of recovery. Um, If you're working on chastity issues, so many people today are struggling with pornography and infidelity issues. If, if you're dealing with those and you need some additional resources, um, check out our website under the About Us. There's a, a list of resources, and uh, it starts out with some COVID resources, and then down below is all, all of the the books, the websites, the articles, uh, groups, support groups, and so forth having to do with chastity issue, working on chastity issues. Um, if you're watching on the video, you see the link, uh, is there on the screen and also a QR code. Uh, so if you're watching by video, you shoot the QR code with your your smartphone and it will take you to that link on our website. Um, and so we hope that you'll make use of those resources and share them around with your church, your parish groups and so forth. Uh, some good resources on chastity. Uh, so as we always do, we will close with our St. Michael the Archangel prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who roam throughout the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the, name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Um, the next session, the next episode that we'll do, we're going to focus on the importance of honesty in recovery. Uh, that's right. Honesty is super critical for, uh, being able to have a recovery. We welcome your sharing these videos, these podcasts with your friends. If you find them helpful, you're welcome to repost them. Um, we make this content free to you. We don't charge anything for it. Um, Originally, we offered this content in groups in our office, and we did charge for people to attend those groups. We charged a little fee for that, Uh, but due to COVID, we can't have those group meetings in the office just now. So we're making it free to the public in hopes that maybe we'll hit a wider audience. Um, If you'd like to support the work of Grazia Plana, we are a 501c3 official faith-based nonprofit charity. Uh, and so we we live on service fees, but also donations, we can buy through donations and uh, grant, uh, private foundations uh, grant money. Um, so again, if you're watching on the video, here's a link to our uh, donations and payments page on our website. It's at the top uh, blue banner at the top where it says donate. Um, if you're watching on video, you can shoot the QR code with your cell phone and it'll take you there if you wanna make your donation through the cell phone. We welcome anything, $5, $10, uh, anything that your heart moves you to donate. um, We're happy to have your great support uh, so that Grazia Plana may continue to serve the community. So thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next uh, Thursday evening, Friday morning, when we record uh, this again and get it posted out for you. Take care and God bless you.